Hey, this is Kate, and welcome to Infinite Love Podcast. So today I want to start off by sharing a very personal, vulnerable moment I had experienced in my past. Now, I don't often share my most embarrassing moments, but they tend to happen. And this one, well, this one is a doozy. So I was still living with my parents, and they were out of town. And my shower, my bathroom was in the basement but my bedroom was all the way upstairs. We lived in a Georgian, so there's three floors. So I was getting ready, got out of the shower, and just happened to walk up to my bedroom naked. Normally I wouldn't do this. I'd either already have all my clothes set up, but I was in a rush, so I decided to jump in the shower, let's go, let's do this. So I'm walking up the stairs towards my kitchen, and once you get to the main floor, You have to walk straight towards the front door to get to the next flight of stairs to go all the way upstairs to my bedroom. Well, it was a gorgeous day out and I had forgot that I left the front door wide open. So needless to say, as I'm walking toward the staircase down the hall where I can't go anywhere but forward or backward. And I happened to look up and there was the mailman. Yep. The mailman got to see me fully, fully exposed. So I didn't know what to do. So I just kept walking towards the stairwell. Kind of smiled. I'm sure I was beat red. And I thought, okay, if that wasn't embarrassing enough, I still have to now walk up the stairs, which means expose the backside of me too. So needless to say, this poor man got to see all of me. And I share this vulnerable experience because I was more embarrassed, not for what happened, but at that time, I really did not feel secure within my body. My body is covered in scars from previous surgeries. So there was nothing I really loved about my body. I didn't feel beautiful in it. I didn't connect to it. So that was what I was more embarrassed about. Embarrassed that he saw my flaws because that's what I saw them as at the time. And you would think that it was just because, well, I'm butt naked. And it really wasn't even about that. It was just feeling so exposed in such a vulnerable way that I couldn't connect to it, that my soul wanted to run from it. And I had forgotten that that was how I felt majority of the time, looking at my body, which I rarely did, feeling ashamed of my body, not aligning to it, not loving it, not appreciating it. It was difficult. It was a difficult moment. And yes, I can easily share it now. But back then, I tried to laugh it off, but that was just it. The humor was there to cover or mask the pain. And I did that a lot. Tried to laugh my way out of situations when really internally, I was just crumbling. I felt like I was dying inside. And I didn't know how to express that, feel that, or connect to it in order to allow me to heal. Instead, I just shamed myself. I detached from my own body. So why share such a story? Well, it's a big part of my healing process that I had to go through. And I really had to dig deep into where it all began. The exposure, feeling uncomfortable in my own skin, especially naked. And obviously it came from my surgeries at such a young age. You're placed into a hospital gown. You're laid upon a bed. And they slowly take off your gown to place stickers all over your body to monitor your heart, your breathing. And 
you can't really say no. And I remember this at such a young age, and it terrified me. Strangers, just what felt like gawking at my body, about to mutilate it. And I couldn't say anything, just stuck in a froze state of mind. And this traveled with me for a very long time, because with having Cruzon syndrome and having to experience what I experienced at the age of two with a doctor crushing all my bones and then having someone new come into the picture and try to fix everything or at least manage the structure of my face as I grew, I experienced well into 50 different surgeries, whether they were big or small. But no matter what, to me, they were always big. And not in the scary life or death big, but in the scary, I have to be exposed. I have to be vulnerable when I don't want to be. I'm living in my own fear of my body. And so as I got older and started seeing more scars covering my body, I didn't like it. I didn't like what I was seeing. And I was mad because sometimes the scars didn't really have to be there. And I would express this prior to having the surgeries. I would express this to the doctors. For example, one surgery, they needed fat for my body. And all five foot of me, 101 pounds, there wasn't much fat on me. However, my stomach carried all the weight. And I would tell them this, and they refused to listen. So they were going to take fat from my backside. And I just shook my head even my parents. And we're all thinking, I don't even have a booty. How are you going to take any fat from there? And sure enough, they went through the surgery, didn't listen to what I had to say, placed two large scars on my butt, and they couldn't find any fat. So they had to then take it from my stomach, which is what I told them in the first place. It was frustrating that I was now being covered in these scars that didn't even have to exist. And it was changing the way my body looked, all because they didn't want to listen. And so I lived with that frustration, not being able to use my voice, not being heard, not being seen, not being valued. And as much as they tried to ease the uncomfortableness within a hospital setting, it's so uncomfortable. The exposure creates trauma within your own tiny little brain. I was just a child, and I had to live in that fear over and over and over again. So even if I tried to heal it, it was still there. But I had no clue what that trauma would do to me as I grew up, as I got older. And that's when I dug deep. I dug deep into how long I shamed my body, disrespected it, didn't love or appreciate it. I look at my body now, and yes, it may be covered in scars, but they're not scars. They're the coordinates to my journey, my self-healing journey. I love my body now. I appreciate and respect it in more ways than I could say. But it wasn't always like that. I was so lost and disconnected that I thought that surgeries would fix what was unfixable within but in reality, the only way to heal is to go within and feel everything that I needed to feel and start from scratch. Start from those vulnerable moments of exposure and allow my inner child to feel safe again. 
But it was a very long journey back to that part of me. Because you see, add everything else into my life as I got older and more insecure and masked a lot of my pain without ever communicating it properly. I found myself placing myself into situations where I craved love, but in all the wrong ways. You see, I believed in intimacy, but thought that touch was the only way to get it, even if it meant in all the wrong ways, even if it meant going against every moral and value I had within me. I placed myself in these situationships that exposed me, and I would remember freezing in those moments, terrified of my body, terrified of someone else seeing it, feeling it, touching it. I was so uncomfortable. It's as if I had to play this role. And I didn't like that feeling either. I wanted to be free and comfortable. And I know that it really wasn't that. It could never get to that moment until I actually sat with it and healed these deep-rooted wounds that I buried for so long. And I'm grateful that I am at a place where I can talk about it now. But it was a long journey. It was a long time for me to admit how insecure I was, how detached I was from my body, how I hated and shamed all of me, not even just my face. Most people who know me thought that was the majority of my problem, but I hated all of me. I shamed all of my body. I shamed myself for caving in, for going against the green, for going against my morals, just to feel something for one moment in time, just to feel like anybody else would feel. But in fact, I felt worse afterwards. In all these wounds over time, in the detachment of my body, my heart, my soul, my mind, my emotions, led me to a very long road of searching for all the wrong things in all the wrong places, especially in my teenage years. It wasn't until I was my early 30s and I was with this guy and he was amazing. He's been a friend of mine forever. We had this situationship going, just hookups at random times. But he was the guy that made me feel special no matter what. Out of anyone that I ever had slept with, he was the only guy that made me feel real that made me feel alive, that made me feel like I didn't have to fear my own body. But one night, our last night together, he laughed and I cried. And I mean, I didn't just cry. I broke down in such a way that I felt like a hollow shell with all the insides missing. I did not understand what this feeling was. I couldn't even comprehend why I was feeling all of these feelings. And I laid there weeping. And by this time, I lived in my own house. So when I say weeping, I mean, neighbors probably could hear me. And I I couldn't stop crying. I just broke and broke and broke down. And finally, the next morning, I woke up and I found myself reflecting on what was going on with me. What was so wrong? And my soul knew. It desired more. I desired more for myself more than what I was putting myself through. And I just knew that that was it, that I had to make changes, that I had to stop having these hookups just to feel something, and that I just needed to feel me. I just needed to be alone with me. And so I became celibate for a long time. And by doing so, it really allowed me to bring clarity 
to such trauma. And I didn't necessarily do all that inner work at the time. It was basically just the beginning of my awakening, of my soul searching, of my self-healing. And I just started focusing more on me, more on my new career, just a new start, a new beginning, taking adventures around the world with my cousin, feeling free and saying no to things I just did not align to. It was hard. People didn't like that I was saying no to them. But I had to do it for myself. I I had to not worry about what others thought of me. And I just had to focus on myself. And at times it was lonely and it was hard. And there were tempting moments. But I knew I desired more. I just didn't know what that meant. And so years had gone by and it finally hit me. It struck me in such a way that so much clarity was coming to the surface of who I was all along. And then I kind of fought this for a little bit because I thought, no, there's no way. How, how could I miss the signs? Well, with living with so much trauma and denying it and masking it for so long and unraveling one piece at a time and then more unravels, I saw the signs. They were all there. It was very obvious and clear. I was the girl that would wear a dress and look very good, but I didn't think so. I never felt sexy in a dress. I never felt sexy in half of the women's clothing I was wearing. Tight fit, short skirts, none of it. I always felt like a tomboy from childhood. And I didn't know if that just stemmed from trauma of surgery, you know, wearing more clothing than usual. But as I got older, I realized, no, it was just something I was aligned with, comfortable with, felt more alive in my skin, in my body. And then one afternoon, I got home, and it all just hit me. And I said it out loud. I said it as if I was talking to somebody, but I live alone. So I just happened to just say it out loud. I'm gay. And it felt so right. It felt like that aha moment. Finally, something makes sense. Something within me aligns, and I'm not terrified of it. It doesn't scare me. And then I held on to that. I kept it not so much a secret, but I kept it to myself because I was convinced that at least I figured something out about myself. Yes, later in life. Yes, I was only 33 and I had the final aha moment of who I was, truly who I was. But why share it now? Why go through all that? This this is a gift from God. I, I figured something out about my life. I can just be happy with that. But you see, that's where I should have known that that is where I lacked self-worth, self-love. Because at the time, I didn't feel I was worthy to go through this new beginning of my life, this new stage. And so I kept it. I kept it to myself. And then the pandemic hit. And it was weird. It was different. Because now I have to sit with everything. And not just being gay, but all trauma was going to come to the surface because I was lucky and blessed enough to meet somebody, to reunite with somebody that triggered me in such a way, in such a beautiful way that awakened everything about my soul, everything about healing. And the rest is history because I dove deep. I dove so deep within my wounds to figure it all out because I had the time. I wasn't going to let the pandemic ruin me. 
destroy me, allow my negative toxic thoughts to just crush and kill me. I wanted more for myself. And sure enough, I came out. I came out to my family, my friends. Now, mind you, I did come out prior to the pandemic to my family only. But during the pandemic, I thought, why not just share it on social media? Because as I was slowly sharing it to like one or two friends at a time, I forgot all about it. I had forgotten about the fact that I was out. I just already felt so comfortable being out that assumed everybody knew by now. And that wasn't the case. And I thought, oh, I can't keep having the same conversation over and over. Well, let's make it easy. Let's just post it on National Pride Day. And so I did. And the love and the feedback and the conversations, the phone calls. I was never afraid that my friends or family would reject me. That never crossed my mind. You see, I always knew I was blessed with love from others. I've been lucky to have such blessings come into my life. And I also knew that if anyone didn't accept me, that's fine too. I wasn't even worried about that. With all the work I was doing within me, I had bigger problems to worry about than that. And so I was lucky. I was welcomed. I was loved. And my grade school friends, this is kind of funny, they called me and they were like, I didn't know. And I'm laughing because we were just talking about how I didn't see the signs when they were all right there. And then we kind of all just joked around. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, they were. But it's funnier now, because when you begin to see everything about yourself, when you begin to look back in the mirror and love yourself the way I love myself now, it's so different. It's something I cherish now in such a way. It's a gift. And like I said, my scars are no longer scars. They're coordinates to this journey of mine. And I appreciate this journey, the good and the bad. It's not an easy journey of healing. And at times something new arises or at times something kind of resurfaces. But I look at those moments as blessings because I'm reminded that there's a little bit more to heal. There's a little bit more you're not touching on. And figure that out. What are you so afraid of? And then I sit with it. And honestly, sometimes you just need a good cry. And it's freeing to be able to release such emotions that you forget you hold on to. Because everyday life is so busy. And sometimes you forget that you got to stop in the moments and appreciate everything in order for everything to transform and transcend. And I like those reminders because I listen. I intuitively listen to my heart, my mind, my body, my soul. Because it's the one thing I will never change now is my self-worth and self-love. I've been lucky and blessed to figure so much out and look at the world differently. My mindset has shifted and it's not perfect. I've been saying there are days, there are moments where you have no control of what others around you are saying or doing. And I just have to remind myself to be still, to not allow others' journeys to affect mine. And it can be exhausting. I mean, I know at times I'm exhausted. Because you want so much for the world to be such a better place, filled with love and positivity, but mostly gratitude, peace and balance. And we all 
have our own opinions on how that should look or work. And I'm not here to judge anyone's journey. I mean, hell, look at mine. Who am I? Who am I to even speak of somebody else's journey? I have a new love and appreciation for others' journeys and what they do with that. And I understand when someone doesn't want to partake in any healing or make changes, healthier changes for themselves. Because I was there too. And at moments, I probably do disregard myself in ways of, I'm going to binge eat something this weekend just for comfort. Now, could I binge on something more healthy? Yes. But again, not perfect and not trying to be perfect. Just trying to be real and authentic with my body and my mind, my soul, my spirit, my heart, my emotions. And I'm allowed. I'm allowed to have a day of just bad food and comfy couch as long as I don't continue this. Because I listen when my body says, I need to get up and move. Then I listen, I move. But that's the key. Don't shame your body for what it is or what it's been through. Forgive yourself for what choices you have made in the past to allow yourself to grow and heal. Because you don't always have to be that person. But in order to move forward, you have to love and appreciate the vessel you were given. If you choose to ignore your vessel, then that's accountability on you. But if you choose to listen to your vessel and love your vessel and appreciate how strong it is and how it got you to right here, right now, where you're at, everything's going to begin to change. Your mindset, your perspective, all of it will shift. And you're going to start looking at your body in such a more beautiful, unique way, a more deserving and worthy way. And I hope that for all children, especially, because it starts at a very young age especially with social media and what they portray, if we're raised to be perfect, size zero for all of our lives, then we're raising insecurity, we're raising wounds, we're raising trauma. But if you allow children to just love and appreciate themselves for who they are, then they're going to project that beauty onto others. And wouldn't you want that to expand across the world? Beautiful love for your body, for yourself, rather than negativity and shaming and hate. Just something to think about. So remember, it begins and ends with you. So take a look at yourself in that mirror today and love everything about you. Everything. Because you, you are beautiful.